Never Hey there! What's happening, fellas? Well, we were supposed to have a guest today, but... Uh, he flaked out. He's a fucking pussy. He flaked out. He uh, said some, some kind of appointment with the kid. He said his wife didn't tell him, and he was going to sexually abuse her to make up for it. And I said, you better. He was booked in here two weeks ago. Yeah. So at least we know that our friend Sean Winter from One Minute Taxes is led around by the balls by his fucking wife. Well, most are. And yeah, but fuck you, Sean. Come fuck on. Fuck you. Come on, grow a dick. Hey, I can't wait till Saturday, man. Oh, by the way, my kid's getting the fucking new shoelaces. I got to take them. Fuck you. Yeah, typical Republican getting led around by their wives. And he is totally. I know. I mean, his wife's got his nuts in his fucking purse. And I, I can say that not even knowing, but only because he's not here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I can say it, uh, even though it's probably true for me, too, but uh, whatever. I think maybe H&R Block. <laughs> H&R Block, you're thinking that? I don't always think of Jackson Hewitt. Yeah, you know? either one. It's the off-brand H&R Block, I guess. No, I'll still let him do my taxes, but I just don't have nearly as much fucking machismo respect for him anymore. Well, my taxes are already done, so uh, it's yeah. too late for me. I've already paid the motherfucker. Yeah. But, man, 2022 might be a rough one for you, Sean. Yeah. God, man, what a puss. Yeah, come on. Hey, honey, you got to do this. Well, I've got plans already. Uh, no, I'm the woman. I'm your wife. You, you do whatever I fucking tell you. Yeah, because I don't think she works weekends or anything. Why couldn't she have done the appointment? She's a financial planner. Yeah. She works, you know, when whenever she wants you to. Want. Whenever, you know. There ain't, they ain't scheduling the meetings at 2 o'clock on <clears> a Saturday. I can no. tell you that. But she didn't want to take the kid. She wants Sean to do it, proving that she's in control. She's definitely in control there. Yeah. So, Sean, a little disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll still look forward to you next week, but pretty disappointed. You're like a bit. You're like buying a fucking pit bull that licks the burglar as he's coming in to yep. steal all your shit. And then we didn't have time to go grab another guest, so here we are, just fucking us two again. Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody cares or not. Hey, thanks, but here Sean. we are. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey, I want to start this podcast off on a personal note. All right, you fart funny. What the, no fucking hairy guy. What kind of fucking shirt was he wearing? All right, now hold on a second. I've said it before. Yeah. I'll say it again. If you're good at darts, great. Okay, great. But he goes on Facebook. With two other, a woman and a man, and they just won some triples fucking dart tournament, mm -hmm. and he's wearing a fucking uniform style shirt and holding this fucking flag. He looked like a tool to me. Well, it was impossible not to look like a tool in that shirt. Um, <laughs> the dart shirts are the nerdiest shit ever. Uh, ever. Yeah, it's like the soft, I, sometimes you'll see softball uniforms like that too. It's like, you're doing a little too much there. Just calm down. We don't need the pit yeah. bulls all over your fucking jerseys. But, uh. Harry Guy, for for those of you that don't follow the show religiously like you should, um, Harry Guy was a former, he's a guy we work with, a friend of ours, and was a former, what we called a producer on the show when we first started, yeah. and he dumped us for darts, all right? Darts. For darts. He became a darter. And, uh, <laughs> Is that what you call it, a darter? I don't, I don't know. A fucking <laughs> darter. And he, he's in these stupid dart leagues and shit, and apparently he's good at it. He was a video game nerd before, and I think he took all that nerdy video game energy and practice. What if he's playing or, video darts? Nah, nah. He could. Nah, nah, just steel tip, bro. Steel tip. <laughs> but now he's winning awards for playing a darts and looking like a fucking fool in the process. A fucking, uh, you know, I like Harry Guy, but oh, what I a fucking tool. He's standing there holding this fucking plate like he just w fucking won an Olympic gold. Yeah. You know what? I forgot all about it, but Theo wanted to put their um, 
last competition all on the Super Bowl coin toss. And he wanted. And I forgot uh, to bring it up. I'm the hair guy. Think even, what he wanted too late the punishment now. to be. No, the the punishment was going to be the spray tan. The spray tan. Yeah, right. and I still want to do that because that still would be fucking hilarious. And Sam said we can. Yeah, bring hers over. Yeah, so I seen Sam the other day. She gave me a big hug and said she wants to come back on the show. So. Oh, good. Well, she didn't say she wanted to. I said, hey, do you want to? And she said, yeah. That's cool. But uh, the shirt, dude. Uh, the fuck you and the shirt. Um, I'm glad you won. I mean, I you won a, a plaque. That's great. But was that what that was? I couldn't even tell. It looked like it, he won a box of Pokemon cards. No, it was a plaque. But they, it, what pissed me off the most about that mm-hmm. wasn't that he was up there with that shit-eating grin holding on to his fucking plaque in that shirt. But <laughs> I went through the comments in that thing. Yeah. And some fucking idiot went, dude, that tournament was so much fun to watch. How the fuck to is watch. it fun to watch people throwing darts? Yeah, I can understand how it's fun to play. I, you know, I dig darts. I, I don't mind getting a couple beers in me and throwing some darts poorly, but fun to watch. This guy said, "I've never enjoyed dude, watching other people play darts." It was so much fun to watch. Uh, no, it wasn't. What a if that was fun to watch, then you're a fucking nerd. That guy's never touched a pussy ever. No, if you think it darts might, are fun to watch, it might have been a girl. It, well, she's never touched a dick then. Either way, whatever it was, that was fun to watch. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. I don't know. I feel like girls that are into darts are probably freaks. They probably want you to throw darts at their asshole and stuff. I don't know. I, I think they probably won't be the kind that I'd want to throw asshole darts at. I'll throw a dart at anyone's asshole. You ever saw a real hot girl playing darts? I mean, for comp- competition. No, but I'm still saying I'll throw a dart at anyone's asshole. Anyone. Guy, girl. I am bisexual as far as throwing darts and assholes. You know, if you hit a bullseye with that, yeah. it wouldn't even hurt. I don't know. You go right in, I, uh, and it's not going in deep, so. Yeah, as long as you don't have some kind of crooked butthole entrance. And then it goes in and squirrels are a little bit to the left, and then you got a little implant. You know what That's I'm finding? Good. The buttholes these days, because I'm kind of into them. Um, <laughs> big fan of those buttholes. They're they're turning into when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I would like play with titties and stuff. They never had bumps on the nipples, you know. Now most of them have bumps. What the fuck are those bumps? Wait a minute, on the nipples or buttholes? On, on the areolas. When I was a kid, they were all smooth areolas. Now they're bumpy. Maybe it comes with age, and you're not fucking around with thirteen year olds anymore. Well, that could be a fact. <laughs> but I mean, even when I was in college, I don't think I ever really saw a bumpy one. But now. I'm noticing that all buttholes have little bumps on them. Like, does everybody have a fucking hemorrhoid that I, I don't? <laughs> well, every girl you're, we were with recently has had some bumpy buttholes. You know what? It, it doesn't look like the the starfish that I'm used to. It, yeah. It, starfish had a little bump. Well, I don't know what the bump is. You know, it's probably because you're only hanging out with bar whores. I resent that. I know and- you do. And that's why I went with it. Uh, <laughs> bar, first of all, bar whores need love, too. For sure, but they also got some bumpy buttholes. As long as there's no disease in there, I can. I look at it like a speed bump. I just go right over it. Yeah, yeah. You know, just take your time going over it. No, is it one of those long speed bumps or one of the short, abrupt speed bumps? Because well, I don't like those. Have you ever seen those buttholes that got like a curly piece of skin going up to it, kind of attached in the bottom of the pussy, and it's got a piece of skin going up to it? Yeah, isn't well, that just the chode extender? I don't know. I don't know if I like it though. I like buttholes that are. Just right there. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Not a whole bunch of other stuff to figure out. Uh, you like buttholes that look like buttholes. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, I want I want the asterisks. I don't want the, you know, the fucking question mark. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, anyway, Harry Guy, I'm happy for you. 
Um, but you look like a tool in that shirt. Um, yeah, the shirt wasn't you, buddy. And I thought you were supposed to have a some kind of never trust a fart logo on your shirt. He never asked. He never had any. Yeah, that. we could have got that for him. A fair Maybe. weathered guy. I don't know. He's a fair weathered guy. You think he's a fair weather guy? All he cares about is his darts. I think Harry Guy is <laughs> one of our few uh, everydays. Do you think? I think so. No, I think we have a lot more everydays. I think Domino's listening right now. Or it's, Tuesday. Yeah, I was going to say it's not live. Good luck I don't know. I, fucking uh, wizard over here. Either way, uh, congrats on the win. Uh, fuck off on the shirt. Domino lives out in the middle of nowhere, though, doesn't she? Lives in Columbus somewhere. <laughs> that's You don't want to fuck. That's how you get like the leather faces coming after you. Columbus is bigger than Cincinnati. Like no, a lot. Actually, it's not. Maybe they don't have as many people, but I, when I drive up there to take my kid to school, mm-hmm. that town's huge. Fucking huge. It's not that big, dude. It isn't? No, Columbus is pretty small. It looks pretty fucking big to me. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a small town guy. <laughs> Calm down, Mellencamp. <laughs> hey, I've got a... Uh, can we go straight to uh, Asshole of the Week? Because right. I've got one. I don't, but you go And ahead. I'm pissed off about it. I like when you're mad. So here we go. Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> Uh, this asshole of the week has been bothering me. It, it's a dual asshole. There's two of them. Oh, I like when there's two of them, too. Uh, fuck uh, Major League Baseball and fuck everyone who plays it. I'm a big baseball fan. Been umpiring baseball for 25 years. Big, huge baseball fan. Every time the fucking contract is up, both sides get ridiculously fucking greedy. And now there's another fucking lockout. Pitchers and catchers were supposed to fucking report... Mm-hmm. They're not because the players want still more money. Every contract, they want more and more fucking money. You know why they want this more fucking money? Because it makes more and more money. No, because these teams are taking guys like fucking Max Scherzer mm-hmm. and giving them fucking $30 million contracts and can't afford to pay the other fucking guys a better wage. But they got to have that big name. So we're going to get Scherzer. And we're going to pay him $25 fucking million. And then I'm just not going to be able to pay much for the rest of them. So the players want a minimum salary of like $670,000, which was five seventy dollars on the last contract. They want the minimum salary to go up $100,000. Or maybe it's six thirty. dollars It might be $50,000. I'm not sure. But. Sounds fair. You're talking minimum salary for a bullpen catcher who's Sounds never going to see the field. I, I'd have to see the economics of the Major League Baseball. I mean, I can't just sit here and, and say maybe Major League Baseball in the last two years has made $3 billion more and the players are just like, alright, well, if you guys are going to profit $3 billion, we're the fucking players. We're the ones that make this league. Well, we want a chunk of that and $50,000 isn't... You know what I mean? I'd have to see the actual economics before I could... A- but here's why I'm saying fuck that. you to both of them. Well, because no matter what happens when this contract is renegotiated... Who's going to pay that? You and me when we go to baseball games. We're going to pay another do- an extra dollar for beers. We're going to pay an extra $2 for a fucking hot dog. And we're going to pay an extra 12 bucks for the seat. We don't have to. No, but the whole point is some people like going to baseball games. I love going to baseball yeah. games. There's 163 of them a fucking year. So I like to go to 15, 20 games a year because it's nice to sit out there, have a beer. But... A few years ago, when the beers went up to seven fifty, I'm like, "Fuck this! Bet this beer better suck my dick when I'm done drinking it." And now it's going to go up to probably ten bucks. And every time the fucking greed comes in, the public's the one that pays for it, and it, it that's what pisses me off. 
people put out a lot of money to go to sporting events. Mm-hmm. Lots of money. It's But now it's not, hey, I'm going to take the kid and we're going to go out to a baseball game. Now, with parking and the hot dog and the fucking beers, you've spent $150, $200 to take your kid to a fucking baseball game. Easily. It, I think it sucks. Well, you don't have to make more money every year, and that's the problem. It's not baseball, not anything else. It's, it's human greed in general, where every single CEO has to make more money every single year. You know, and then on the people under them, more money every single year. Now, I understand the average working Joe needing a little bit more money every single year because it's, you know, it's not yeah, easy. Yeah, because he can't get by on 570. Yeah, exactly. But um, still, that's you've worked your whole life for something, and that, that league makes so much fucking money. I, I think they deserve their peace. I'll never blame the players. I never blame the players. That's like blaming the workers. It's weird to me that you do that being a union person. I like, blame the players because the cost is going to fall back to the fucking But that goes po- for any. That's, that's the same argument that people make at Kroger's for paying the cashiers. But does it have, have to, to go bread. up every single fucking time? No, it and doesn't. you know what? But that's, I'm going to make it. You can't fault. watch baseball. You can't watch baseball because we're fighting about the fucking money. But here's the thing. Pokey Reese doesn't set the price at the concession stand. That's the owners doing it. That's their greed. They can't just say oh instead of making eight billion dollars this year we're gonna make 7.5 all right because the players want or, or, you know just take baseball out my of my assholes just, both sides i know i'm just saying take yeah but i just don't blame the players at all and for one thing it's a fucking lockout they're not on strike no it's, it's a, lockout, a lockout you know yeah. what i mean that's the owners completely but either way it's, it's just corporations in general these people have to make more every single fucking year no matter what unless they I agree consider and thus they consider it bad so you made six million this year and you only made 5.8 million or, you know the next year that's a loss you you lot dude that's still a lot of fucking money so they can never take that decrease they have to keep up going up and that's why they're charging you and it's the same thing as getting mad at the fucking cashier at Kroger's because the bread price is going up well now the cashiers have to make 12 bucks an hour instead of uh, nine bucks an hour so we're gonna blame them no it's the fucking people at top that are scared they're gonna make 300 million instead of you know 320 million it's just fucking annoying i don't notice when my bread goes we up always we always focus on the little guy you know what i mean we never focus on the big guy but my asshole going both ways you take some of these fucking ridiculous high-end players like the contract Corey seager just got with the fucking rangers yeah he got a fucking massive contract and basically one fucking game check would be the league minimum to one of these fucking bull, bull, uh, bullpen catchers that are never, ever going to see the field. Either way, that's what they're worth. If 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 an owner is willing to pay Max Scherzer $30 million a year, it's because Max Scherzer makes him $35 million a year. Oh, I, they're I, never I, gonna, I mean, They're never going to pay for someone that doesn't make them money in return. They're not doing it because they're nice and they want to pay people. Me up. It's because they know if they don't pay him $30 million, then the fucking Mets will pay him $30 million, and then they won't have him. That's, you know, so in the end, I, I that's why I never understand getting mad at the players for getting paid so much. Well, I, ba- Major League Baseball is one of the uh, one of the most affected leagues when it comes to small market teams and low well, market baseball set up ridiculous baseball it, it's set up terribly well baseball's capitalism i've, I've said this for years if, if you want to look at like economic Cincinnati systems couldn't ever no. pay a fucking no. contract like max scherzer just got they yes. couldn't do it no and that's why you know my kids aren't going to have the same opportunities as uh super rich families going to have you know it's the same right. thing baseball recommend Baseball is a mirror to America in general. You know what I mean? And, and the disparity between the, the rich and the poor. Now, granted, Milwaukee's not poor, you know, compared to anything else. But compared to the the Giants or, or you know, the, the Dodgers, the Yanker, yeah. Yankees or the Dodgers, they are poor. So, I mean, it, 
where football is set up basically socialism. Everybody has to do the same thing, and it works so much better. That's what I think baseball should be. I've always thought it should be that way. That's the way America should be. These small market teams that, you know, they have baseball fans, whatever. I mean, look look at us this past year. We had a fucking good year because year. because we got Castellanos on the low end. Mm-hmm. We got lucky. He came here. He proved what he was worth, and now mm-hmm. he's gone. We, took- we can't keep players like that because we simply can't afford no, them. No, as soon as they're worth a shit, they're gone. They have to be. Where, we can't afford them. Where football, we'll be able to afford Joe Burrow regardless. If we want Joe Burrow, we'll be able to afford him. It's That's a Because fact. everybody has the same amount that they're going to spend. It's just you decide how you're going to spend that money, which not only – it just makes the sport better in general. It but does. Then, but it then makes you, it a fair. But then you field. see how the franchises actually are. You know, a team like the the Red Sox and the Yankees, for the amount of money they have, they're ran like shit. They should win every year. You know what I mean? And when was the last time they won? Well, but the 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 problem is that it used to be maybe 15, 20 years ago. It used to be there was a, a select handful of players uh, that they would hoard them all. Now there's just more talented players. Now there's not 10 ridiculous pitchers out there. Now there's 20. Yeah. So then you got teams like the Dodgers saying, oh, you're going to give them $100 million? I'm going to give them 150 I want this guy. I want that guy. There's just the talent has gotten so much fucking better that there's more good players. Yeah, but with, with the pocketbooks, really, it should be the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, and who the Giants or somebody like that every year should be the final four with the I amount agree. of money they spend. That, but yeah, it shows how poorly it shows how poorly a team like Boston and New York are managed to the fact that they're well, not in a Final Four every single year with an unlimited pocketbook. The Yankees made fucking Aaron Boone the manager. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> they make bad decisions. You give a you give all that money to a real smart franchise. You know, show what they can do. Well, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, look at the Dodgers. Though the Dodgers are literally in it almost every fucking year now. Mm-hmm. They're in the in the hunt. You know what I'm saying? They're. They're right there. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, fuck baseball. I'm glad. Uh, fuck you. Don't come for the whole year. See if I give a shit. Well, that just pisses me off because I like baseball. But it's all th- right. this, this casts a shadow on it for me. Okay, uh, the, red, <laughs> the Reds aren't looking to have a good year anyways. You know, we had to drop everybody. No, we had a great year last year. You know, year. the Reds, are, there's a couple fun storylines to watch. Let's we'll no, see what Jonathan Indian everybody. does in a second year. Like We didn't drop everybody. You know what I mean. They're not. They're not going to be in the same category as they were last year, and if no. they if they do, then it's because they're super overperforming. And and Votto, who was struggling for the last couple years, suddenly he's surrounded by good players. He steps his fucking game up, and he's going crazy. Now all those good players are gone. There's nothing to motivate him. Well, Votto just changed his hitting approach, so it will be interesting to see him doing Started that for, for power. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. And he didn't do that till about mid season, and he had the second half. I think he had more home runs than anybody in the league, or he was up there and he was like yeah. top five. So it'll be fun to watch him for a full season go for power. See if he can at at his age go out there and lead the league in home runs. And that's fun to watch. We'll see if Jonathan India is going to be any good his second year if he's going to step down. You know, things like that. There's some fun storylines for the Reds to watch, but I don't expect to have meaningful baseball in October. You know, I, I expect to not give a fuck about the Reds probably about August. <laughs> so I don't really give a fuck about the baseball season because I'm one of those guys, too. As soon as the Reds are out of it, I'm out of it. Well, I ain't yeah. watching. I ain't watching the fucking Royals and Blue Jays on a Tuesday night. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas in, in football, I'll, I'll watch the. The commanders play the Cowboys. You know, no matter who's playing, I'll watch it on Monday night, Thursday night, You know, the night, only whatever. good thing about being a small market fan, which I've been a diehard Reds fan since I was a little boy, mm-hmm. little kid. I've never had another team. Uh, the nice thing about being a small market fan is that the 
the big market teams come in here to play. So if you want to watch the fucking beast, oh, play, you can still see the you stars. Can buy a ticket and go see them. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I don't know. I, and, and the Reds still, their games aren't unaffordable. They're pretty. No, and the nice thing about baseball that definitely does not happen in football. You can buy a baseball ticket in the fucking nosebleeds and sneak down and sit right on the fucking dugout. Well, it's because no one's there. Yeah, I mean, it, but I'm saying you <laughs> can get down there. Anyways, you know you, what I mean? You probably can't do that at Cardinal games or like teams that actually have a crowd. But you know what bothers me about that? Yeah. Oldest team in baseball, mm -hmm. Cincinnati Reds. A fucking legacy like the Yankees. You know what I mean? This is a fucking, the Reds are an institution in baseball. I think they're more of an institution to old timers and people from Cincinnati. I think if you ask a new generation, they're not putting them up with the Yankees and everybody else. And I, you know, I know it's the first baseball team and I, I know the, the seventies were outstanding, but I'm just telling you from a younger generation's viewpoint. And I'm not even talking about myself. Cause I, I heard enough about the seventies where it's still huge to me. And I know the yeah. history of the team, but I don't think that's going to live on. I think in 20 years, the reds are not going to be looked at as this, great institution of baseball because you know when you put it in a long-term perspective they were only good for maybe 10 years total you know and they were first the decade of the 70s they yes. were the team well that's what i mean they had yeah. a they had a decade for sure but you know that decade's getting further and further away so people were hearing less and less about it and people like myself i'm not talking about the big red scene to my kids like my parents probably did because they watched it because i didn't watch it you know what i mean See, so, I did. And, I, and, and, and well, it was fun to be a baseball fan, though. Yeah, I get it. It was fun. I mean, I was DJing a wedding in 1990 when Game 4 of the World Series came on, and I literally left the guy I was doing it with. I said, I'm going to go down to the bar and watch the game. I missed the whole wedding. I, I was 10, so I barely remember, but I do remember being super excited and watching and, the whole series. And the thing about it is, yeah, we had some studs on the team. But we weren't overloaded. That was with a nameless team. That was a nameless team. Yeah, Nick I mean, Asaski and fucking. I mean, uh, even the the names aren't names to other people. Like Barry Larkin's a name to everybody, but not a huge name to people outside of Cincinnati. Eric Davis, everybody knows who he was that paid attention to the baseball. But he's not because well, he went to the Dodgers. He's another. He's another not huge name though outside of or Cincinnati. He went to the Mets. I bet you a lot of people don't know who the fucking Jose Rio is. If you ask most baseball fans. They probably didn't even know who Jose Rio is. He's just huge in Cincinnati. Well, I think true baseball fans know who he was. Is Maybe. Because uh, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, Barry Larkin, he was the best shortstop in the game for five, ten, for, six yeah, years. Yeah, he had a run. He had and a run. So I think, you know, I, that's the thing. It's weird about baseball fans. If you're a real baseball fan, you know all the good ones. Mm -hmm. You know exactly what they're hitting. Fucking look at Kazel. Kazel can you can go to the fucking newspaper and 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 say okay this guy's pitching against the fucking uh, uh, Bucks what what's his ERA well he, he's been struggling the last two weeks he's two point six five Kazel knows every fucking stat of every fucking major league pitcher in the game well he does fantasy baseball and he uh, gambles Fuck fantasy a lot baseball. and he gambles a lot yeah I don't, fantasy baseball is too much I you have to lay, put a lineup every fucking day I, you I've, have to yeah, make trades it sucks I've tried almost every fantasy league for sports I actually get into and the only one that I'm really into is football me too the rest of them don't they're either too big of a pain in the ass or I don't know every uh, baseball's another one. I just don't know every player like <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to tell you the second baseman of, of the Blue Jays is I, I don't fucking know I, nor do I care, so I don't. I don't get so, into that. Well, that's my fuck you. Uh, I'm just mad that you know. Not your asshole. They're altering my life again. Yeah. Did you watch the new uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yet? I haven't watched it yet, but I did see the trailer for it, and it looks pretty fucking good. No. I loved all the first ones. I, he, Leatherface is my favorite fake serial killer. Is he? Yeah, I think so. I, but I did think about this last time. He's the only one not to have a song. 
or, or some kind of uh, some kind of music. You know, Jay- Does Shaw have one. Well, I don't really trust that. I don't. He doesn't really fit into that. When I think of that old school, I'm thinking, let's go through them. We got Leatherface, you got Jason, you got Michael Myers, you got Freddy Krueger, and then right. maybe you can get with a uh, Hellraiser. Or what? What was his name in the in the movie? I don't remember. But, but either ways, I, those are the, the, the ones, ones that actually do the killing. Those are the Jigsaw ones kind of made other people kill him. Yeah, yeah. Jigsaw, I don't really consider the killer. And when even when we think of Jigsaw, we just think of that mask more than we think of the old man that was, you know, actual Jigsaw. Um, either way, I, Leatherface was always my favorite. But think about it. Jason has the. He does. You know, Michael Myers has his mood. Yeah, yeah. Freddy Krueger has the one, two. Freddy's coming for you. Leatherface, nothing. He got nothing. So, but either way, Leatherface was always my favorite because it's usually the most violent. Just he's fucking he, ruthless. I think he's retarded. Uh, yeah, kind of. Remember the first one, his retarded. family was in there with him. Yeah. And it's kind of like bring out the gimp kind of thing. Go mm-hmm. get him. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I think he is. Supposed to be, I think just, he's special. Just big time, a retarded yeah. guy just running around. I don't know. I think it was all right. Uh, you know, if, if you're in the Hellraiser, or not Hellraiser, if you're into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. What are you looking for? People, I was reading the reviews. I, I like reading reviews of movies before I watch them just to see what's, you know, what people think yeah. about it, whatever. And everybody's like, the storyline sucks. The, you know, the actors suck. And it's like, this is a Leatherface movie. I want to see people movie. get killed. I want to see people get murdered. And, you know, and the funny thing is, is it has the names of all the reviewers on there and where they're from, you know, variety, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Everybody shits on them. Then, like, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And then, like, you know, Whore Dicks 69. You know, they'll, they'll say it's awesome. We're like, well, that's the person I trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? This the is the fan. person that's in the right. horror movies. And right. they're telling me, yes, it's a great slasher movie. And that's I what I thought I got hooked on it. those movies on the uh, fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. movies. In, move, in movie one, when he's in the fucking shed and he gets a hold of that girl and he brings her in there. And without even thinking twice, he just hangs her on a meat hook. Yes, dude. I went, vicious. <laughs> I said, it's so and vicious. she's alive and she's kicking and the meat hook sticking out of her chest. I'm like, this is a horror movie. Yeah. He, there's one part in this movie where he breaks a guy's wrist and then uses the bone to stab him in the neck. And that's fucking awesome. That's you awesome. do that stuff. That's sweet. And there's another scene, probably the most hilarious, like modern day kind of leather. They try to make Leatherface kind of modern. He gets on this party bus. With his chainsaw, just full of fucking people. And as soon as he gets on, everybody pulls their phones out and starts filming him. You know what I mean? He's like Facebook Live. Yeah. And then he just starts murdering. They have no escape. So he literally murders like 30 people. You know? <laughs> Live and, on Facebook? Yeah. And it's, you know, this is like, they make it like a 10 minute scene. So it is fucking gory I and like gruesome as fuck. The blood is just seeping all over the face. All the people are commenting, ah, oh, this looks so fake. <laughs> Who cares if it looks fake? No, no, I'm saying they're doing that on the on the show. Oh, yeah, on the and Facebook then they die. Lives. Yeah. And then they die. Well, no, they're not dying. Their friends are watching it saying it's... But either way, dude, it's, it's a funny fucking scene for a Leatherface scene. Uh, I don't know. I, I like it. it. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I like... You can put anything Texas Chainsaw, especially modern ones. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the old ones, those like three and four were real cheesy and those weren't that good. But the original and then the remake since then... Have been pretty fucking good to me, and but I'm only looking for fucking murder and gore. It's a horror movie. I do not. That's what you're looking, maybe that's give what you're me looking a, for. Maybe give me a titty or two. That's about it. That's why the Halloween or the Halloween movies were so good because you had the ultimate pair of titties in Jamie Lee Curtis when she was younger. Yeah, perfect titties, <laughs> face like a man. And, I get it. And a murder. Perfect body, perfect titties. And the beautiful thing is. He never got to kill those titties. Mm-hmm. They kept coming back. Jamie Lee Curtis was a smoke show in the movie uh, True Lies. Smoke with, show. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. She gets smoke in her, her underwear and that, and she has a perfect fucking body. I never even knew it before then. Didn't you ever see the movie uh, Trading Places with Eddie Murphy? When I, she was the hooker, and she fucking, and like, 
when she first took him in the house, she takes the clothes off. She's wearing a thong. Body, the whole body is perfect. I don't remember because Trading Places is a little bit younger. So, you know, I, I've definitely seen the movie, but I was real young when I seen that. Perfect boobs. I was a little older perfect when True legs, Lies came out. But everything. Jamie Lee Curt, yeah. The original Scream Queen, too. Wasn't she considered that? Because of Halloween. Yeah. And her husband, I'm a huge fan of her husband's. I dig him like a day off. He's been in such great movies and people still don't know his fucking name. Mm-hmm. But he's been in some of the best fucking movies ever. He was in Spinal Tap, for God's sake. You know, that's one of those sayings that you say that we make fun of you for, and we haven't heard in a while. We were discussing that the other day when you were around, me, Nate, and Matt, like the dig it with the, like a day off. Mm-hmm. And you haven't said that in a long fucking time. In the first like 10 podcasts, you said it like twice per podcast. Like, well, I really <laughs> have to dig something to say that. It's gotta- yeah, but, but you've definitely dug stuff since then. You just stopped using that term. Yeah. As much. You must but, recognize the repetitiveness of it. Uh, maybe I did. Or maybe you heard us making fun of you. Nope. Because uh, I, I wouldn't care about that. <laughs> I know but you would. The repetitiveness That's... would bother me a little bit. <laughs> but her husband, Christopher Guest, um, he was in that movie Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was the guy with five fingers. Um, Spinal Tap, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's all right. <laughs> it was cheese ball as fuck. All right. But uh, he was in that. And uh, I just think. When I was a kid growing up, there wasn't a nicer all-around body than Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. But hey. I heard. No, never mind. Because I, I don't want to get into the rumor bill. Because there was scared of hurting Jamie Lee Curtis's no, feelings? No, no, no. Get into the fucking rumor. What are you talking just, about? Because I was just ragging on fucking conspiracy theorists. Someone put out on some fucking magazine that she was born a hermaphrodite. And I could, and for a while I thought about it. And I'm like. Is that like the French pronunciation? Hermaphrodite. It's hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. But she's got a man face. I never really noticed her having a man face. I don't know. I, Jamie Lee Curtis was always good good enough looking in the face oh, and her. a perfect body. I fucking love her. And then she got old. But, you know, that happens. Still got the body. Does she? I haven't seen her recently. Oh, yeah. Still really? Got, still I haven't, got the man face I haven't seen her in forever. Oh, yeah. She's still around. Well, apparently she's still a man. Who fucking know? <laughs> I, I ain't know. judging her. Whatever. She want to be a man. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it indeed. So um, we've had a, a lot going on. Uh, as far as guests bailing on us. Yeah. I think we need to put out another public service announcement. We public need some fucking now. guests. We need, we need some, some people. Guests. Hey, you guys want to come on the show? We don't care who you are. Just come on. Giggle. We're probably going to rip you a little bit. Maybe, I mean, maybe not. But We're going to rip you more if we find out you say no. Hey, do we have any foreign listeners this week? Uh, we had an India, I believe. Oh, uh, thank had, you very much. I think we've... <laughs> There, there they go. That's not <laughs> racist. Using the accent, that is not racist. If I was going to go, hello, am I being racist against English people? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know. But I didn't say race, did I? I never said it was racist. It's still insulting. Is it? And I think they find it more insulting than the British. Yes, I don't know. Go walk up to an Indian person and go, oh, thank you very much. You know, like. Thank you. Come back. Yeah, exactly. Because like all, all we're doing is, is doing people that work at gas station impersonations come back thank you what are they thinking and coming back for well that's the stereotypical part that we were talking about last week mm-hmm. because i don't know what they do in india for fun oh yeah that's what we were talking about last week you got a stereotypical indian who's the most stereotypical indian you can think of off the top of your head that i know personally no or? no it has to be a celebrity no one knows your personal life there's not a lot of indian celebrities this is tough you know so that's that's part of the thing is people characterized by the fact that there's they only know the ones they know I'm going to go like Dr. Sanya Gupta. Oh, he's not stereotypical at all. How do you figure? He's a doctor and he's Indian. That's how I think of Indians. 
they're doctors. There's more Indians in med school than there are anything anymore. I know. I, that's what I mean. They're doctors. Smart those motherfuckers. Got, those guys right are there. really into being doctors, and they're good at it. Um, I don't know any stereotypical Indians. All I grew the ones up with that, an Indian doctor whose last name was Gupta, which was kind of funny when that one came famous. I think they have the same fucking name. But um, I think my doctor was actually named Sanya Gupta. So, really? Yeah. So Sanjay Gupta? And her No, it was a lady and it was Sanya. But it so, sounds so similar, it always threw me off when I first started seeing his name pop around. Apparently, the name Singh is like Smith here. That's the most popular Indian name. There's, I, you know, I, I had heard something about, and I could be making all this up, or I heard it wrong, or I remember it wrong. But there's a part of India, your last name represents your religion. It doesn't represent, like, your last name. So that's why there's so many Singhs, and there's so many Krishnas, and there's so many... You know, a certain kind of name. I don't, I don't know all the names, but Singh, I remember, was definitely one of them. And that's why there's so many different You know, ones. I think any Indian people that live here now, I think no matter what country you're from, when you move here, you can't help but get at least a little bit Americanized. Well, you assimilated. You're just calling it Americanized because we live in America. But it, I imagine it's the same way if we move to France within like 15 years, we probably start doing some Frenchy type shit. Well, right. I mean, if we move to, if one of us moved to a Middle Eastern country where they were very strict about certain things and very, you know, you you would adapt to... Uh, you try, anyways. Where yeah, because, I mean... And this is funny because most of these, uh, you know, we work with a lot of guys from Nepal and, and Bhutan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All cool guys. I like them all. Mm -hmm. But some of them, man, you run into them at a bar. They'll try to match you shot for shot. I mean, I don't think in, in India or Nepal or Bhutan, there's a whole lot of binge drinking going on. You know what I mean? I think it depends on what part and what class. You know, the, and, you know and he is very classist. So, uh, well, yeah, but know. one of them told me that alcohol's illegal in one of them. Oh, that's Bhutan, I believe. Yeah, Bhutan, I believe, is the strict one. Um, they're more religious. I don't think India is like that per no, se. No, 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 no. But, uh, but we don't really work with any Indians. You know what I mean? Everybody we work with either Nepalese or, or Bhutan, Bhutan, whatever. Yeah. We don't have any... I, not that I know of. We have any actual people from India that we work with. I don't know of any either. Yeah. So I can't give you a stereotype. Uh, we have some people that we work with otherwise that are Indian, you know, and maybe not coworkers, but people we work with. Yeah. And we're around a lot of Indian then, but I don't know many of them personally where I can really know what the fuck they're up to outside of them. And the thing about it is, uh, I mean, India is a pretty religious country. I don't know. Is it? it is, yeah. It's a lot of uh, a lot of Buddhist, a lot of Hindu, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think over in India you can go there and and find a casino. There's not a lot of gambling going on in India. I don't know. Um, I just don't think so. I I, I have no. So idea. I can't give you a stereotypical. But I know a lot of Indians like gambling. <laughs> you know what I don't like? What Indian food? Yeah, I said it again. You said it last week, man. I, I, I just don't think you've had enough of it to be out there judging it and shit. I've had more than you think. You know, I, we were talking about curry. I was talking about it with Chi the other day, um, who's Malaysian, and she likes curry chicken Chinese. And I said, I don't like curry chicken Chinese, but I love curry chicken Indian. And it's weird that they're different. But they are. They're completely different. So if you've ever had the Chinese curry and you don't like it, still give Indian food a chance, man. I'm telling you. Well, you know, uh, it looks like there are some casinos in um, India. Is there? Yeah. So I guess they do do some gambling there. Yeah. Yeah, there's at least six because there's a top six list. <laughs> yeah, so good for them out there good wasting their money on blackjack and shit. Yeah, you know, that game that you came up with, the most stereotypical, I think it's going to be really hard. I agree with you on the Pac-Man, 
Uh, actually, I, I kind of look at him as um, as probably the second stereotypical. Who's the most? Um, AB. Really? I would think. I don't think AB's stereotypical anything. That guy's crazy. Yeah. I don't think Pac-Man's crazy. Um, no, Pac-Man's not crazy. I think. I think. I've got he's... a bit of a drinking problem, but he's not crazy. <laughs> uh, I think AB's just a, he's a crazy person. I don't know, white, black, Indian, whatever. He's just a crazy guy. Um, now, I, there was a comedy special. Someone said Draymond Green, which I thought was a good one. I forget which comedian said that, but they were talking about a stereotypical kind of black same. man? Yeah, it, it, that was their joke. Like, he's more stereotypical than Draymond Green. The name, the you know, the way he acts, everything else. And I guess I could see that, but Pac-Man more to me. Um, oh, I don't see Draymond Green like that. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Asian? So you never even named an Indian because you just can't, think, can't of, think of one. You can't think of any Indians. <laughs> They're famous. Well, um, and I mean, enough, I know I a few. Aziz Ansari, he's doing I dick jokes, stand-up comedy. He's not stereotypical. He's, he's not funny. No, he's not um, funny at all. There's the uh, Russell Peters, another comedian, but he's actually from Canada. But he's Indian. And he was the, you know, Russell, but you don't even know who that is, dude. No. Which is hilarious because Americans don't. Russell Peters is actually probably the biggest comedian in the world. And he was for at least a 10-year period. I don't know if he still is. But he is jai fucking ganic, like stadiums overseas, and I'm not just in India, but you know, in China, everywhere. He's just fucking huge. And in America, he's I've never like, even heard the America. Name. He's like theater. You know what I mean? He's <clears throat> he's very popular with. Is the he media funny? Uh, he's all right. Yeah, I mean, he's, he has a lot of specials, but they're, you know, he's not my cup of tea completely. But he's he's good at what he does. See, I mean, I've got a top three. Yeah, uh, been the same top three for. Probably the last five years, and that would be Bill Burr, all comedians, Tom Segura, and Jim Jeffries. Ali Wong had a new special out. I just watched that this week. Um, it's pretty much an hour about her wanting to cheat on her husband. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. fucking funny. There's there's some great lines in there. I did think she was funny when she was up there, eleven months pregnant with mm-hmm. that skin tight. Zebra. Well, she did that twice. <laughs> did she? Oh, yeah, she did. She did two pregnant. This was the first special she's done that I know of that she's not pregnant. And uh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was fucking. It was good. It wasn't. It wasn't her best one. It was maybe second. I don't know. I think her second special was my favorite, but it was still good. There were some good jokes, and if you're in the, you would probably like it because it's literally an hour of sex jokes, basically. That's what I like. Yeah, there, well, it, I mean, I like all kinds of. It was, I, that's why Jim Jeffries blows my mind because you have no idea what's ever going to come out of that fucking guy's mouth. I like Jim Jeffries. I, I think Jim Jeffries is. A, Australian version of Doug Stanhope that has a shit together a little bit more. Right. Either way. And, and then maybe that's what he started as. He's not really like that anymore. See, the thing about Stanhope is you can watch 10 specials and five of them, you'll laugh your ass off and the other five, you won't even chuckle. It's Cause he don't remember those five probably. I know, but he's come up. He's had some lines, man. Stanhope's sh- had some that have had me peeing in my pants. He's the shit. Hey, you know, who's in that Pam and Tommy show is uh, Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, it's great. He plays is a, he the bodyguard. Who's nah, the tape. He, he plays a gangster. That they uh, go to for financing for the tape. Dice Clay. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a lot of... He pops up all over the place now. I saw him in another movie, but it was like a real fucking movie. Yeah. Like a dramatic, real big actor. He's not and a bad him. actor. He, everything I've seen him in, he's not a bad actor. Well, give him a chance. And and to be fair, he has to not be an actor because he's not Andrew Dice Clay. That's not who he is. That was a character, and then he all of a sudden has became that character. But isn't his name Andrew Clay? No, it's, it like, it's, it's something Jewish. I forget what it is. I, you know, uh, he's just. Um, let me find it real quick. No, Andrew Dice Clay was just like, um, basically, just like Larry the Cable Guy. That was one of the many characters he did. Andrew Clay, Clay Silverstein. Silverstein. That's his real name. So I guess it is half his name. 
He put dice in the middle of his middle name and his first name. <laughs> but he he did he was a, an impression artist and he did characters. His big he got first got famous for doing the John Travolta. He does a perfect fucking John Travolta. And at that time in the late seventies, John Travolta was the shit for yeah. everybody. You know what I mean? So he he got big doing that. I think he was even on like one of the late night shows doing Travolta and stuff. And Andrew Dice Clay was just one of the characters he did as part of his comedy bit. And then that one by itself, and he would just come on and do the, like the nursery rhymes at the end, and that fucking dumb voice, and pop the leather jacket. Yeah, know? but when he started doing the "I completely disrespect women" thing and all that, the thing that made him, you yeah. know what I mean? Fuck, he was enormous for about two years. Mm-hmm. Every ticket sold out everywhere. You know, women sucking his dick and you know treating him like shit. And I laughed. Yeah. But after, you know, six months, hey, it's the same fucking joke. It's the same thing. Well, that's any comedian, though. If you only, if you it see wasn't, a bunch of them. It was never the case with Kennison. It probably was, but you just didn't see him as much, maybe. I don't know. If, I loved Kennison. See, yeah, he was good. I, I do like him. I, what I like about Clay is how crazy he is, too. Like, apparently, he used to go up to the comedy store and get on stage and not say anything. Just stand there for, like, ten minutes. It was like a challenge, and only he would think it's funny. People would start getting pissed after a while. Maybe just stand there? <laughs> just stand there. And but, you know, it this, turns out the, he's kind of a dick, too. And this is in the, the height of his fucking fame. Like, could you imagine being so excited to see Dice Clay in a guest spot, and then he gets up there and just fucking stands there for ten minutes and then walks off the stage? That's fucking hilarious to me. Lights a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. I mean that's uh well that was like the one goofball uh, Kaufman that used to just do weird Andy shit. Kaufman, but I think he actually was just autistic. But I think he was nuts. Yeah, there was something just up with that dude. I don't and know. I never ever thought he was funny. I don't the, think he ever did anything that made me laugh. The funny part for me for Kaufman is kind of just like I was describing with Dice, is I think Kaufman did shit, just super awkward shit that only he found funny. And he, and I respect that because that's just funny to me to just annoy the shit out of someone just because you find it funny even though your comedian's supposed to make other people laugh. Yeah, like, I he get used it. to go on his his stage show and go up there and just read a book. He did, Kaufman was known for that. You know, you go to see one of his shows expecting something, and he would just go up there and literally like read a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's funny, man. Now, if I was the if I was in the audience, I'd be pissed. Fuck yeah! But if I hear, but if you somebody? tell me you came to a show and some guy all I did was read a book, I'd find that fucking hilarious. I could see the the comedy in it, <laughs> yes. but it's like I I watched all those uh, old fucking Andy Kaufman specials and stuff, and I'm just like, when's the funny shit coming? It's just a different just kind of comedy. Came. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand not thinking it's funny, but I also, I, I get thinking it's funny. I mean, funny they don't always have to be jokes. Do yeah. something funny and I'll laugh. I mean, I'll, you know, I, I swear to God, even though he's not the funniest comedian in the world, he's one of them to me. I can watch Ron White and fucking just belly laugh the whole fucking time. Yeah, Ron White's definitely one of the funniest comedians in the See, world. I think he is, but they, some people don't. I think a lot of people haven't heard him. There's a Ron White got a bad reputation for a lot of people for being part of that hillbilly, hillbilly crowd, crowd, which yeah. he wasn't. That wasn't his comedy. But there wasn't a bigger comedian on the face of the planet than fucking Larry the Cable Guy for those five years. Well, yeah, but and he had that hillbilly audience. But Ron White's not Larry the Cable Guy. You no. know, Ron White is just a, a he's a bar comic. He's a comic. He's the classic stand-up, you know, club comic. Yeah. And, and he's fucking great at it. And he's, he's been great, great at, at it. it forever. And he drinks bourbon. What is it, bourbon or scotch? I think he's he up stopped there drinking. drinking or something. I, I, I think he had something going on. I, I mean, he always one. had the bottle up there with him. It's tequila. He had his own tequila. Oh, it's tequila. Yeah, because I remember when he came to he came to our casino, his tour bus was wrapped in his tequila brand because it was his own brand. Really? Yeah. He, uh, he got kicked out for smoking a joint in the steakhouse. At our place, he just he just lit up a joint. 
man. Maybe someone we know ratted him out. Yeah. <laughs> Narc. What are your thoughts on that? On what? I'm not going to talk about that. No, not that. Not particular people, but Tattle at what tales? point do you think you should rat somebody out to the cops? If, if you've seen them murder your mom. That's right? it? <laughs> You know, maybe a good kid, or even you know, I mean, someone. Great, you know, there's there's moral things. I mean, you, you, you for moral reasons, maybe you should tell on someone. If you know someone's molesting a child, uh, if you know shit like that. Uh, Let's say you're outside smoking. Yeah. Okay, and you look and you see this small group of kids breaking into your neighbor's cars and stealing their shit. Would you call the cops? Yes. You would. Yes. Theft's fucked up. Don't th- don't steal shit. Um, see, I wouldn't rat anybody out for smoking weed. No, I'm not telling on. But any- hurting somebody, Dude, I'm not or, telling on someone for, for smoking crack. Like I don't give a fuck what drug you do, as long as it doesn't hurt me or anybody else. I don't give a shit. Right. Like uh, that's fine. But you know, and even I don't know. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> if I see someone get murdered, am I am I fucking pointing them out on the on the artist? I don't know. I don't know. What about one of those lineups where they're behind a mirror? That's what I mean. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to do that because you think. If they get out even for five minutes, they're coming after me. No, I'm thinking, eh, maybe that guy wasn't a good guy. Maybe he deserved to get popped. Uh, I don't think I'd look at it that way. Uh, well, me and you were different people. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, so you think maybe the person did? Now, if he was to murder a turd, I, I'd have like if questions. I saw a normal guy and he murdered uh, uh, somebody who was raping some woman, do you think I'd rat the guy oh, out? Oh, hell no. no I'd buy him a beer. Yeah, no way there. But I mean, even just like a normal murder, I'd, I'd have questions first. <laughs> like, you know what well, <laughs> hey can you give me five minutes i want to ask these guys a couple questions yeah, like, before i know, finger him why did you kill him you know i need to know that did he owe you money yeah i mean let's say let's say this guy yeah ripped him off for a hundred thousand dollars his whole life savings you don't know that because you're just some average everyday guy but you're putting your card away at kroger's next thing you know some guy pulls up and shoots a guy kills him you get a clean look at his face but then you find out later before you get to talk to the cops somehow, I don't know how this happens, but before you, anything happens, that this guy ripped this other guy off for a hundred grand. I'm thinking, eh, you got Fuck what him. was coming, man. I, I kind of agree on with that. that. Guy. You know, I don't know the circumstances. So that's what I'm saying. I need I need questions answered before I tell on someone for murder. I mean, I agree with you. You know. I, I agree with you. There are, there's some, you know, you go out and murder a three-year-old and I don't give a fuck what the reasons are. You're, you know, I'm telling on you. I'm narking. But, you know, if I just see a regular everyday murder... <laughs> I got questions. Well, like if I saw two known criminals, drug dealers, thugs, whatever, mm-hmm. get into a fight and one of them killed the other one, I don't give a fuck. No, that's their business. It's, their know, business. it's like the mafia. You know, if there was a mafia hit that went on close to me and I seen everything. I'm like, yeah, that's their business. Yeah, they're that's, not that's, killing that's, me. That's what they do. You know, that's, yeah. that's part of the game. And if I do point them out, they're going to find out who I am. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to kill me. Yeah, well, there's that, too. If there's any kind of organized <laughs> gang or, you know. Somebody uh, who has their shit together yeah, is actually going to research yeah, who yeah. you are. If there's a leader at any point involved, I'm not interested. You know, I, I didn't see shit. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. Because yeah. this happened to a friend of mine about two weeks ago. And he just told me about it yesterday. And I, I, t- I told him I might tell him to fuck off. Yeah, you, you can't put your dick in one of those hoovers because sometimes the suction's too much and it'll 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 get latched. The, the balls and pelvis will stop it, if I, I've heard. Oh. This guy, apparently, this buddy of mine was apparently driving down the road after that ice storm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Driving down the road, minding his own fucking business. A big chunk of ice broke off the top of his car and apparently hit the car behind him 
mm-hmm. breaking the windshield. Oh, see, I was scared of that earlier this or during that ice storm. Good. He got a notice in the mail yesterday from that guy's insurance company accusing him of doing this. And I was like, well, first of all, there won't be any fucking way to prove it unless there was a camera running. Yeah. Tell him it wasn't you. Tell him blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't, that didn't happen. But do you think you should be held responsible for that? For not cleaning off your car, basically? But you clean off your car. The hard shit that you can't get off that just has to melt. Yeah. That's what flew off his car. Now, I don't think you should be held responsible for that. Um, I've seen it be happen. I've, well, I've never seen the ice land, but there was a point last week where I was driving, or you know, after that ice storm, whenever it was, we, me and Carmen were driving behind a car, and all of a sudden they started flying at us. So I slowed down so it would miss it, and it was it was a ridiculous amount of ice oh, that was yeah. flying off. But uh, yeah, if that hit me, I wouldn't be chasing the guy down and getting his license plate number and having my insurance call him or anything. But that's what this guy did, yeah. and basically his insurance company was basically. Asking the guy to fess up to it and mm-hmm. basically saying, hey, we need your company's information. Well, it's an insurance company. They're just looking to fuck And he told him, he didn't tell him anything. Fuck off. I ain't responded. Yeah, that's this. exactly what I would do. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. That's what prove I said. Prove it. Yeah, prove I didn't it. do shit. Prove your window wasn't broke. Mm-hmm. Unless you had a fucking camera and saw the fucking ice come off my car and break your windshield. Fuck yourself. Yeah, dude. I, was, I wasn't even there. I was jerking off at a Build-A-Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird place to jerk off, but a bathroom's a bathroom, you know. All right, here's what I've decided. Uh, I've got a bucket list, a sexual bucket list oh, yeah? for 2022. Are you plan on dying this year, huh? No. Well, usually a bucket list is involves dying. But go ahead. How about a wish list? All right, wish for list. 2022. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this off. I got like five things on it. Uh, <laughs> midget. Oof. Oof. Want a midget. Now. <laughs> a little person. A little person. I can't pay for any of these. Well, then it's going to make it a lot tougher. Uh, but there's some out there. I think you need to explore those uh, black back pages, wherever the fuck you look at every once in a while. It's I think, possible. I think you're going to have to put ads out for this kind of stuff. You're not going to just happen to run into a little person. It's just not going to happen. You don't think? No. I've seen like, you see like three a year. I mean, we're, unless there's a convention somewhere that I don't know about. I, you just don't run into many little people, especially in an environment where you can get to meet them and maybe fuck them. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a whole different... I definitely... I don't know if I've ever seen a midget at a bar. You know, I don't know if I did either. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't like a show. That wasn't being thrown. Or like... <laughs> or, yeah, or it wasn't wrestling matches going on. Or, you know... And that's I, another thing. When I was at the club, before I give you my sexual bucket list, when I was at the club, we were... I wanted to do midget tossing well, yeah, as a promotion. I don't think that's a thing that can happen. Oh, there's a company that offers it. Really? Oh, yeah. And they're American? There's not like a Mexico oh, no, or something? No, they're, they're American. All right. Well, I guess they, if they, they agree. They make money off it. But yeah. the whole point is, if they say it's not offensive, and they're the ones being lift up and hurled at a target, why should the rest of the community be able to say that's offensive? The ones being thrown aren't offended. They're paid. Oh, come on, man. That's like saying the black person that was in the house at the slaves thing shouldn't be mad about the rest of the slavery. It's totally yeah. different. No, no, it's not. I'm just saying, like, just because one or two people were happy with the situation doesn't mean that the whole community has to be cool with it. 
You know, I, I get it. I, they probably just don't like the fact that it's called midget tossing. <laughs> That's you know, exactly what it's we called. We just had like short people tossing, and there were other people maybe that got tossed too that weren't even technically midgets. I mean, it's demeaning. It's There's no demean way about it. But it is. But I'm saying these guys are willing to be demeaned. No, I'm I'm with for you. Money. Yeah, it's just. It's the same thing. Some girls like getting cummed on the face on camera, but if you just try to put a camera in a girl's face and come on her, she might not be happy. I've I don't think I've ever met a woman in my life that truly likes you to blast a load on her face. <laughs> well, watch new Ali Wong special. She talks about it a lot. Does she? Yeah. How could any woman like that? She says she wants the whole cast of Avengers to come on her face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so midget yeah. number one. At some point throughout the year. I want to sleep with two sisters, mm -hmm. not at the same time, not a three-way or anything, but I want to sleep with some girl and then somewhere down the road, uh, get her sister. How about three of them? They all got the same name. No, two's fine. <laughs> all right. I mean, I think that's, I think that's doable. Maybe. I think that's doable if you got sisters that are similar in age. Um, now, chances are none of these I'll do probably won't be able to find him and it's not like i have nothing but free time to go around and look for ass i'm looking for sisters <laughs> these are these are just things that i would find interesting of course a hot 65 year old woman oh what's the oldest you've ever done in my life have you ever done one your age no that, oh yeah that's your yeah, age yeah. right now yeah okay all the girls i slept with in high school are my age right no now. no 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 i mean like while they're that age um not long ago uh, well, last year sometime, I slept with a woman who was 52. So that's highest? Yeah. That is kind of funny to think about, that the highest age lady you've ever slept with is five years younger than you. Four. Okay, four years younger than you. That's funny to think about. You know what I mean? Like, a Well, I mean, <coughs> I think the reason is that... Hey, but you got goals. You said 65. I, I want to find a smoking hot one. Well, good luck. I'm thinking of joining a yoga class for that one. <laughs> Maybe find some yoga instructors, been doing it for 20 years, free mind, body, spirit kind I, of thing. I bet you they got some like kind of um, elder yoga classes, too, that meant for older people. That's what I'm thinking. So you got to find one that's 55 and above. A geriatric a geriatric yoga, yoga class. Uh, but this woman has been doing it forever, and she's got a ridiculously toned body, let alone like his hubby passed away a couple years back. Yeah, you definitely want some and death involved. Me. And, and the beauty of it is... I could probably be the cub if she was a cougar, <coughs> a 56-year-old cub. And that would be nice on your resume to be a cub. Then you can be a cub it and would. a bull. You know, you're just adding up the different kind of animals in the sex world. Next on my list, I want to sit and spectate and watch an orgy. I don't want to participate. I feel like you could do that. I think that might be achievable. I've been invited you know, to those swinger I mean. parties. You've, you've, but do they let people that come that just want to watch? Oh, yeah. Okay. They the the two that I was invited to they said there's no pressure to do anything. Um, but I want to sit in a chair with a beer. I bet you don't get any Jaeger. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, and I just want to watch the orgy. Why does it got to be a Jaeger? Because I love Jaeger. I know that's the most white trash drink. You know what makes what made me laugh? We were that's not a white trash drink. Yeah, it is. Um, no, it's not. It's expensive. It's not a white trash drink. It's white trash drink. Boone's Farm is a white trash drink. That's Tickled awesome. Pink is a white cat. That's you could buy a big bottle of that for $3. Not, not all white trash are broke. It's white trash because you don't like it? No, just ask anyone, man. I'm, I'm not... This isn't just my opinion. This is people my... 
we had a discussion about this the other day on the craps table, and we decided that you like it because when it came out, you were you were in the club, whatever, blah 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 blah, and it wasn't at that point a trashy drink, but it has definitely over the years became kind of a classy example. You know who's sponsoring the Pam and Tommy show, which is a trashy show? Jaeger. Jaeger. Guess who the Jaeger sponsor guy is? Who? Post Malone. Who's more white trash than I, Post Malone? I saw Post Malone doing Jaeger commercials. He's their main guy now. He has a big uh, he's old a white commercial. Trash guy. And everybody in the commercial, you're just looking at this going, you know what I mean? I'm just saying it has evolved to that. That doesn't make you white trash. I'm saying that drink has kind of evolved to that. Just like PBR has kind of evolved to be a hipster drink. Now, back in the day, that was more of a white trash drink, which is kind of yep. funny. Now it's hipster. Now you well, go It's to- hipster because they have it at colleges for f- 50 cents and shit no, like that's that. Not- PBR is no cheaper than any of... Uh, the Beast is much cheaper than PBR. PBR is basically maybe a dollar or two cheaper than Budweiser. You know what I mean? It's not like a cheap beer. People paint it that. If I'm going cheaper, I like Natty. Plus they are, exactly. And that's a lot cheaper. And that was always my drink because Natty actually tastes kind of just like Budweiser. Like Coors Light too. Yeah, it just tastes like a light beer. It's fine. Natty was always our choice. The reason that I drink Jaeger Mm -hmm. is because I've drank so many things over the years. I've never, ever had a bad time drunk on Jaeger. I love the buzz. For mm-hmm. some reason, whatever's in it gives me a happy, joyful, fun buzz. It's a lighter. I don't, I don't drink it and go, wow, that tastes delicious. It tastes like cough syrup. Yeah, it's gross. Um, there's less alcohol in Jaeger than most shots that you're going to take. There's a, yeah. It's only 70% instead of the normal yeah. 80% and 100%. I just like the buzz I get from it. Yeah. Um, I can drink some things. I drink tequila. I'm an instant asshole. It, I don't understand it. I'm not a doctor, but I don't understand why I drink tequila and I want to fight everybody. Mm-hmm. But I do. See, I've never noticed a difference in my moods depending on which type of alcohol I drink. I mean, outside of beer versus whiskey and liquor and stuff. Yeah. But uh, I yeah, I can drink tequila. I'll be the same as I drink rum, that I drink vodka, that I drink bourbon. It doesn't have See, that those are the on only me. two for me. Jaeger gives me the happiest buzz, and tequila makes me an asshole. Anything else I can handle, and, and, and whatever. I, and I can say I've never got drunk off Jaeger alone. I've had shots of Jaeger. It's fun. I've never got drunk off Jaeger alone because it tastes awful, and why would I? Like, wow, well, I'll, I'll, I'll drink something else that doesn't taste as bad to me. That all has alcohol in it, and that's the end goal. So, you know, I just never got drunk off Jaeger. All right, here's my last thing on my list. Yeah. Um, because I was talking about this and and I thought about it and I thought it might be fun because I don't know if the rumors are true about it. I have no fucking idea. I want to, uh, get a girl to my house Mm -hmm. and I want to fuck on absinthe, real European absinthe. It's hard to find. I know it's hard to find. I know you can find real shit. Anyways, you can get the bootleg shit. Apparently Marilyn Manson makes his own absinthe. Even then, is it the real shit? I want the real shit, the rumored shit. I've never had it in my life. I don't know what it does to you, but they say it's a, a, a you know, like an alcoholic ecstasy that just makes know. you feel great. I drank absinthe once, and it was in New Orleans, and I don't think it was, you know, and it was at a bar, so it probably wasn't the real, real, American real, real shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was an absinthe bar. That was the whole bar. What's theme. it supposed to do? do to you i don't know i drank so much that night it didn't matter uh, what it did to me is i got wasted me and carmen got in a fight i don't, <laughs> I don't know but i mean it. they say it's because of the wormwood that absinthe is made out of oh really wormwood is the effective ingredient the real shit and wormwood yeah that's i don't know what wormwood's supposed to do is it is it a, a stimulant is it an aphrodisiac is it like acid i thought that's what it was it was more like some kind of a hallucinogen that's what they say. That's what I've heard. But I would think drinking absinthe is a lot safer than tripping on acid. 
Well, yeah, it, it would be a natural, you know, because woodworm's not an unnatural substance, and it so. would be regulated. And it would, well, to a certain extent, you know, I guess it depends on how long it sat in the back. I don't know. I have fucking no clue. I'm just gonna be talking out my ass. All I know is I've never, I don't think, had the real stuff, and I don't know what the real stuff does, and I don't know if I want to deal with the real stuff. I'm kind of ever any kind of. I don't want to trip ever again. I'm fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I uh, I don't want to trip on acid or, yeah. or fucking peyote or anything like that, but I've heard absinthe is different. I heard it's a, a real extreme drunk, but you're in, somewhat in control still. Okay. It's like a roofie. They say it's it, you feel like you're drunk. You just feel happier drunk it's not mm -hmm. like you're tripping where you see shit and well, that's you, a, like you don't an, see tracers on like an, ex, an ecstasy like version of drunk basically yeah yeah well and i, I think i want to try it so i think maybe. i want to try it I, I you know i don't know if i would or not it's just i probably would just because it's so rare to even get it that's what i'm but thinking. i wouldn't trust you like you know what i mean like if you gave me absence i'd be like this is fake this ain't real and i would never trust it so maybe if you don't trust it it'll never happen well the, i when i was reading about it it said that it the old wormwood based stuff is still legal in about 15 countries european countries mm -hmm. so i would imagine that you just go to a website there and try to have it ordered but is it legal oh, no to way. ship to america no yeah i mean heroin's illegal and and, and the dutch can't ship it to us you know what i mean if it's illegal then yeah, it's but illegal. Absent, it... i know it's not the same grade but i mean it's the same basic thing to them yeah i guess it is i mean fuck the government has marijuana and heroin Stage the same thing. I have a, a license under yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's fucking government's stupid. So yeah, they take your absinthe. I probably drink it themselves. Those sons of bitches they probably would. So that's my list. How many of those do you think I can accomplish? Uh, maybe one. One. Yeah. Well, maybe two. I mean, you might be able to get some absinthe, and you might be able to um, go watch an orgy. I think. I think you don't think I can uh, find a hot sixty-five-year-old woman. Divorcee slash widow. I mean, it's not just a hot 65-year-old woman. It's a hot 65-year-old woman that wants to fuck you. Women are in their sexual prime much later in life I than men are. I get that, but there's not many hot 65-year-old women. Let's there, just get that right, that right off the top. Right. You're, you're, you're niping off 95% off the top of women. Well, I mean, Sorry if it was easy, luck. it wouldn't be on the list. Exactly. And then not only that, but now you, got, you take that low percentage of even seeing a hot 65-year-old. Now she has to be single and want to fuck you. I mean, this is like... There's a lot of obstacles to get over, man. You know, I know. I, hey, if you get a gun, high fives all around. How about this? But that midget, man. Sorry, <laughs> I agree you, with you. Ain't you ain't but a midget. You're not without paying. Not without paying. Yeah, you can go to Vegas and probably get a midget for fucking forty nine ninety nine. Oh, there's midget hookers here in but, town. <laughs> is, is there? Oh yeah. Okay. But I don't want to pay for anything. <clears throat> yeah. I don't pay for no, sex. Understood. I don't do it. Understood. But um, how about this? I meet a hot sixty five year old woman in my yoga class. Okay. Mm -hmm. A couple of drinks later, hey, it's been a long time. She fucks me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I decide it was good enough to go after again, so I come back to the yoga class next week, meet her 68-year-old sister have, who happens to be there. Knock two out. <laughs> I don't know. That would count as two. I'm just, I'm having a hard time imagining you at a yoga class. I feel like one fart. My downward dog is in. I, f I feel like you would fart and giggle the whole time and they would kick you out. I know I'd fart. There's yeah, exactly. no way I would. <laughs> That's I'd what I mean. Relax, I would, breathe. I mean, I would put the over under of how long you would go on a yoga class before your first shart is maybe like 22 classes. Believe me, I'd take a good hard duke before I did that. And still, it doesn't matter. Everybody has a bad day. And your day may, can, might come during the downward dog. And next thing you know, you're fucking old Chrissy's brown spot back here. <laughs> 
getting kicked out of the old person yoga class. You know, class I've for often thought himself. of taking a yoga class. Oh, really? I, I just, I would like to get some flexibility back. Cool, man. Do it at home. Why would you do it at a class with some people? Because I don't know how to do it. Uh, YouTube. That's a thought. What do you mean it's a thought? How fucking old are you? That wasn't the first thought. I mean, everything's on YouTube. You want to fix your car? Go on YouTube. You well, want to learn do yoga? Do on, go on YouTube. I bet you you learn brain surgery on YouTube nowadays. Like, I really do. Well, you're probably right. Yeah, the basics. If something goes wrong, good luck to that patient. Now, I know. I know because of these people that I know in the uh, in the swinger lifestyle, I can witness an orgy. And I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. What I'm hoping to do, and this probably violates every rule of the orgy. I, it definitely does. Is sneak my phone out and film some of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely violates all Th- that. That violates rules. all that because discretion yeah. is their number one thing. Yeah. Um. I mean, I could do it with a jacket, or you know, I can make it happen. But I just want to sit there. I don't want to. I don't want to get involved. Hey, come over here. No, I don't want to. You know what I want you to do? What? I want you to sit there and sketch it. Have the whole thing. Just... I'm a terrible drawer. I, I, that's what would make it great. And then see how it ended up. Like I said, I don't even want to be part of it. I just want to sit there. I might want to walk around to get better camera, you know, better camera angles. Mm-hmm. These cameras, but I don't want to. I don't want to be in an orgy. I just want to watch one. Well, you probably want that too, but this no. year not. Oh, okay, you're just done. I don't want a whole bunch of dicks around me. <laughs> No, so I know I don't want to be in an orgy. All right, we got to get to this. Okay. Would you motherfucking rather? Okay, uh, this would you rather is not dirty or vulgar or gross. That uh, sucks. I was reading something uh, a while back, and and and. It kind of got me to thinking about this. Now, it's, it's kind of philosophical. and Well, it's not philosophical. It's just what's important to the average person. Okay. Um, would you rather lose the ability to be happy or lose the ability to be sad? There's a doctor. The reason that this came whoa, up, whoa. there's a doctor in Europe. What's one without the other? There's a doctor in Europe. Yeah. That literally found the place in the brain that controls sadness. Yeah, I kind of heard about this. He went up and snipped it. He didn't do it on purpose. They were never, no, but it, he started doing it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. There was no sadness anymore. Yeah. And I kind of think there's times you have to be sad. You're supposed to be sad. I don't know if I believe it. You know what I mean? I, I remember reading this article. A family member dies. You feel nothing. Yeah. Eh, that's not human. You've I, lost your humanity at this point. Well, maybe you never had it. I I, I don't know. Like, I I have a hard time believing that without more cases being done. And if, as far as the article that I read, it would only happen to this one kid, but they're looking into it to maybe do more from that. And it wasn't on purpose. He had some kind of traumatic brain injury and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if that's a thing. And if you're only trusting one's opinion, one guy telling you that he's never sad, well, is that true? Like, you know what I mean? But no, this doctor was was offering this to a lot of patients, and a lot of patients came and did it. Apparently, he just snipped some little portion of the brain. But you're asking. But yours is a little bit different. Yours, you're giving me a choice. Yeah. If I could pick one, what would I go with? Yeah. And my question is, once one without the other. I mean, if all you know is sadness, and then when you're not sad, you're not happy. Well, then how do you know sad? Sad. That's just. You know what I mean? And it's the same way, right? If you don't know sadness, all you are happy, then you're just, you know, retarded. But I'm talking like with the happy, with the happy part, it's like you would never really fully enjoy anything. 
you you know it's not like hey we're gonna go out to uh i feel like i know people like this i'm gonna take my kids out and we're gonna go to fucking uh, disneyland and do whatever blah 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 mm-hmm. and you feel nothing while you're there you're not you're not enjoying it with your children your, your kids aren't getting anything out of you because you're not having a good time there's no mm-hmm. happiness there at all but at the same time there's no sadness on the other end which one are you picking well, I'd much rather have no sadness than no happiness. Yeah, I think I would too. But mm. I, I really think that there's a time to be sad. I guess. I don't know. I'm pretty fucking emotionless a lot of times too. So I, I, maybe I already kind of relate to that. So it don't bother me as much. But uh, I've always been told I was emotionally dead. I think it's part of being Irish. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're German. Uh, no, I'm a, Bauman. No, Bauman's German. My my grandpa. I literally became. If you look at the heritage, it's like three mix in a in a Bauman. So you know. Oh, is that where you are? Yeah, yeah. Like if you look at all my other grandparents, they were all Irish, and then my dad's father was was German. See, I'm three Irish. So I have, I'm three Irish and a Spaniard. Really? Yeah. A Spaniard, huh? No, my father. Uh, like Spain, Spanish though. Probably. Spain, Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Um, my my grandmother's parents were from Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, my father spoke fluent Spanish, and uh, of course he worked for the uh, Cuban mob mm-hmm. he worked in Vegas, And uh, but he spoke fluent Spanish, and any time he was on the phone with one of these guys that I wasn't supposed to know what he was saying, he spoke Spanish. And I think I'm actually Scottish and Irish and German. I think there, I've, I think one of them was Scottish, maybe two. I, I don't fucking remember, but either way, I, I, I identify as Irish. <laughs> Irish American, then that's what I'm calling you because I respect what you identify <laughs> you know? as. Hey, by the way, did you see Biden's new hire? No. To the Secretary of Energy, um, he hired. It's the first uh, non. What are they called? Non-binary. Yeah. First non-binary person ever elected. You know, when at first I looked and I was like, "Well, oh, that's definitely a that's a pick, all right." Um. This uh this they right here is now the. Secretary Sec- of Energy? Secretary of Energy, which I think uh, dumbass Rick Perry did before for Trump, and Rick Perry was a fucking moron. At least this person has two degrees from MIT, top of the class. I mean, it's a brilliant person. Very intelligent. Just, just <laughs> It's a look, man. You just don't see many people bald with a mustache and, and bright red lipstick and a red and dress. A skin-tight red You know dress. what I mean? Working in government and um, also was a What's their name? Uh, Their name. I don't remember. It's a non-binary drag queen, apparently. And again, I have no... Looks f- like Matt Damon. It does look like Matt Damon. And I have no problem. I've never heard this person talk, so I guess I really have to hear him talk before I officially, you know, say it's a good or a bad pick. I don't fucking know. I don't even know what the Department of, of Energy Brinton? does. Sam Brinton? What I do like... Yeah, Sam Brinton. What I do like is how mad some people are about it. I, I, I get a kick out of that. You can um, do the job. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Uh, it's something that'll never. The Department of Energy. That's not going to affect your life. You know what I mean? You don't even know what the fuck they do. I don't know what the fuck they do. I don't give do. a fuck what people's orientations are. Can you run the fucking government? Exactly. I don't give a fuck. And the last person that had that job, like I said, under Trump was Rick Perry. And Rick Perry was like one step above a retard. Like, you know, it was just that small. He wasn't in the in the special class. He was in that class where the you know. Right underneath it. You were close. You know, the you're, you're one bath math fuel exam. and waste disposition in the office of nuclear energy. This has got to be a fucking genius, this person. 
Yeah, you don't. For one, you don't go to MIT unless you're a genius oh, to begin no. with. So then, then harder the, to get into MIT than Harvard. Yeah, and then to do well at MIT, you, yeah, you're a fucking genius. There's no doubt about that. Just happens to also uh, be non-binary and a drag queen. And I just love how fucking mad That's everyone Matt is. That's Matt Damon. Look at that. And it does look like Matt Damon. Fuck yes, it does. If Matt Damon had a little non-binary brother sister, it would look exactly like this person. If you put Matt Damon in a bald wig and lipstick mm-hmm. as like a Halloween costume for Sam Britton, yeah, he'd, he'd nail it. Plus, like this article actually points out, this isn't the first drag queen that's been in government. It just might be the first one that's out and about. You know, I mean, they always said that um, what was the guy that ran the FBI forever was in the dressing like a woman and shit. Jake Hoover? Yeah, and wearing Hoover or wearing um, pumps and shit like that. Yeah. So it's not the first. But I don't understand very how, interesting. how fucking people assimilate being gay or drag queen was stupid or fucking yeah it doesn't make any sense you know can what? you do the job i don't give a fuck what you yeah. what you sleep with this makes sense fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. and yeah fuck you to anyone that cares that biden hired someone that uh is a non-binary drag queen i don't give a fuck can you I do don't... the job well cool if not that's all I care then, about. Then get the fuck out. But otherwise, I don't give a fuck what you look like. I don't give a fuck what you do off say, off the stage, off your job, or anything like that. Some of these people, you know, I went to college. I'm not a stupid person. Mm-hmm. But the brains on some of these fuckers that are in these jobs, are yeah. it's like, you can't even, con- it's inconceivable. No, it's ridiculous. How much they know <laughs> about this, about that, about... I used to play Jeopardy. Uh, Jeff with the big dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got... Twin brothers. Yeah. Both fucking like geniuses. Yeah, brilliant. Um, one was valedictorian. One was salutatorian. One got congressional appointment to West Point. The other one went to uh, Annapolis. Mm-hmm. Just genius. I would sit there drinking beers with these guys, and they were fun to drink with. They're cool dudes. Yeah. Uh, watching Jeopardy. They just answer every fucking question. And you're like, how are some people that fucking smart? Is more of their brain out there? You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is when you got somebody who goes to MIT and there's no way to fake your way into fucking MIT. No. And you're mad because they wear a dress? What the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck you. You're the weirdo. Not them. You're an idiot. (laughs) They're just just doing what makes them happy. Who gives a shit? Why do you care? That's exactly it. Don't get it. I just never care. My only issue with Sam Brinton is the, the red lipstick's a little much. Come on, man. That's just, it, does, it looks weird. Uh, it doesn't look, look very governmental. I don't give a fuck about that part. It just is like, get a lighter shade, Matt Damon. All right. <laughs> that looks just like Matt it Damon. It does look like Matt Damon. But yeah, good good for old Mr. Brenton. Mr. What, what do you put in front? I guess just Brenton. You don't Brinton? say Mr. or Mrs. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I fucked that one up because I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to have some, I know some days. I'm going to ask some questions tonight. Yeah, I but they get down they, to the bottom of this. What do you put in front of their they name don't thing? Identify as either, so you can't say Mister. But or I guarantee Miss. there's some kind of thing. I just don't know what it is, and you don't know what it is. I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. So I, I need to get to the bottom of this. I need to figure out all things in the world. But for now, that's the end of this motherfucking show. We gotta both go to work. See you guys. So until next time, go fuck yourself. Enjoy. Subscribe. Hey, please subscribe. Share you it with what? a friend. Hit the like button. That helps. I hear. I don't fucking know because I don't have anybody to watch. Or I likes. heard that too. But uh, yeah, go for it. Do all that shit for us, please. Thank you, and go fuck yourselves. You can kindly fuck off now. Please subscribe and share. 
Yeah.